0: Tommy Green here. Uh, Welcome to uh, the Rev Talks podcast, Uh, powered by the Rev Gatherings, a a community of young and emerging leaders and a digital tribe for those of us who are keeping in step as the face of the church changes in our generation. If this is your first time joining us, uh, welcome home. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, give us a five-star review, tell your friends and family, share it around. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, if you're interested in joining our community and uh, getting to know us more, please visit us at therevgatherings.com. See you on the other side. Thank you so much for uh, tuning into this episode of the podcast. I'm super excited because uh, I'm I'm going to be doing random shows with dear friends of mine and interviews. And this was actually the first interview that I recorded for this podcast. This was back in January of 2020 um, with my very very good friend Stevis from the Chariot, R.I.P. and now the lead guitar of uh, an incredible band called the Fever 333. This episode we talk about life, um, love, we talk about faith, who Jesus is, and we get into especially how to remain calm when dialogue, when conflict, when political conversation, interpersonal conversation. How do you remain calm? How do you seek the best and understand people when they really truly seek (laughs) what seems like your destruction, right? How do you fight well? Um, how do you hold your peace and so I'm so so excited uh, for this episode of the red talk rev talks podcast and uh, for those of you guys that are uh, interested please um, share it around I think it's actually poignant um, we did it in January but this is uh, it feels right on time for how heated and incredibly charged the um, atmosphere worldwide has gotten in the wake of um, the the murder of George Floyd and racial protests and Corona camp and all this stuff so I'm so excited for this uh, interview with my dear friend Stevis from the Fever three 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 thanks you guys okay oh my gosh my good friend Stevis hello sir thank you so much okay so this is um, Truth be told, this is the first conversation we're ever having on the Rev Talks podcast. So I just want to talk about life and stuff and I'm so, so grateful. Okay. So, um, you're going on tour tomorrow. Yeah. Tell me about, okay. How about this? Rewind. Tell me about becoming part of your band. Cause you talked to me and Johnny G, who's going to be like a, uh, the host of this thing.
1: Um,
0: and ruckus, about Mm -hmm. kind of the fever and and how that all started So like recap it for me a little bit like just the session and getting invited in and then kind of bring me up to speed because i think we left off a little bit especially it was in the midst of um this was a couple years ago and we're still in the thick of it man like we're what we're one day after martin luther king jr's amazing day like a total hero and you we left off talking a little bit about um god just i mean i think that's part of why the band exists right it's sort of diagnosing something that's going on so catch us up with like kind of what what is going on with the fever because you re- post the chariot and then what what happened like bring uh, up to
1: date. yeah so chariot broke up in 2013 and i spent the end of 2013 to like 2015 very lost very confused didn't know what i was gonna do with my life which is just bouncing from job to job to job um and then i ended up working for a, a tv station called bounce tv which is like um uh it's probably on what hey, what
0: what shows bro what shows are on bounce like
1: bounce was like all of the like reject black shows so like we got like And I say reject because it's not reject. It's just like if you ever watch like Black UPN, it's at some of those shows. So we have like some of the older kind of like, I mean, it's been, it feels like a lifetime ago. Like there's, (laughs) there's some original programming, but we also have like, uh, oh God. Oh, Cosby Show, which was kind of controversial at the time that he decided to like scoop up the Cosby Show considering because that was like at the height of, like, his situation.
0: Oh, man.
1: So that was a little awkward, to say the least. Sure. Um, And I, my position, I had nothing to do with any, my job was literally, like, you know, if you go on Netflix and you see a movie and, like, you have the scroll bar and there's an image of the movie, my job was to make that image and make sure it appears on the website. You're,
0: like, the thumbnail guy.
1: I'm thumbnail guy, and I'm, like and i put the actual content up on the site so like make sure links work when you click it it's the right movie this and that so that was my job post or pre-fever
0: whoa okay so you're okay so you're working at tv station you're at bounce
1: yeah cubicle whole deal like
0: cliff cliff huxtable crew straight up controversial cliff that's straight up okay
1: so that was me and then I'm sitting in my cubicle and Jason texts me, he's like, hey man, you still trying to do music? I'm like, yeah, um, yes. And I'm thinking he's probably gonna ask me to help out with Let Live or something because he asked me to fill in for them before, but he was explaining, he's like, yeah, I got this thing I'm doing called The Fever and I'm working with John Feldman and Travis Barker and writing songs and, you know, we wanna like get this thing moving. And I was like, yeah. So I you know he um he sent me some songs i think he sent me two or three i think i liked one and a half of them i, sure. I like, wasn't totally sold so i was like okay but it's jason and i have a lot of faith in him and like i'll come out and see what it's what it's about so i, I learned the songs and i stayed with dan from that band the greenery mm-hmm. and um we just hung out and uh, i was like hey man like if this band is whack like you should join and he he was like okay so i just stayed with him and like uh he was kind of just really supportive and then jason and eric picked me up in long beach which which is where um uh, where dan lived and drove us to calabasas which is where um john and travis live i'd never been to calabasas I'd only met Eric kind of like a little bit in London when we played a show together. And um, so that was the first time we were all together. And I just learned songs on my own. I was in the car going to Calabasas to kind of like play together to see the chemistry and how it worked. Well, Um, yeah. So we performed the songs for the first time in front of like an audience of like 12 people. Like it, it felt very kind of like boy bandish, initially. Oh,
0: okay, like a you super know? like super group, like they're they're putting it together.
1: Okay. Kinda like it was Jason's idea. Like this whole thing is like, Jason's like, I want us to start a band that's down with talking about these things that I feel like matter. And like because that was part of his issue with Let Live is like the subject matter not everyone saw eye to eye, so it's just kind of fell apart because the lyrical Mm -hmm. content is very similar to Let Live and Let Live, he talked about a lot of this stuff, mostly and has been for years, Mm -hmm. but like it got to a point where like it was clashing with some of maybe some of the other band's views. Um, And instead of just trying to water it down or force it, he just said, this isn't for me right now. So he started another project and he's like, well, I'm going to hit Steves because we'd already talked about making music years ago. He and I, we'd been talking for a long time. And then Eric, he was actually in Let Live for a while, so it just made sense. Um, so we go to Calabasas, rip these songs in front of him, just like, in John Feldman's studio, his massive just place. And I'm just, I just felt like an alien in there, like <laughs> driving by like the Kardashians' house and stuff. Sure,
0: yeah, getting John Medusa Drake, and then you're gonna go like shred and slam some guitar into the wall.
1: Great, totally. great, awesome. Totally. So it went well, and I guess really just, you know, we just kept playing and like having conversations with each other like, hey, so what do you guys think? This is this is where we're at. Like, I feel like this. This is what I want this band to be. I want us to stand for this. I want it to feel like this. If you feel uncomfortable, if you feel like maybe you don't see things like this, I love you, it's all good, but this is kind of just where I want it to be. And we had like a number of talks um, about it and we all see eye to eye on just about everything politically. I think sure. the things we don't see eye to eye on are fine. They're not like, you can't, I, I don't support you kind of stuff. It's just kind of different ways of growing up more so than uh, anything. But. um so yeah we um just kept kind of grinding away i I stayed in la for some months kind of getting the band help get the band off the ground and just playing shows and now we're here i don't know what yo
0: that's why so okay so for those for people that wouldn't have haven't actually listened to the band yet right like they haven't checked anything out or they've never seen you What do you feel like is like the number, what's the most important thing that you feel like is in kind of the DNA of the band in this season of life? Like, who are you speaking to? What are you guys trying to
1: say? Um, We are speaking to people who feel like perhaps they don't have a space or a place or someone that they can look up to musically that makes them feel comfortable or represented um that's in any way that's if you are if you like heavy music but you are kind of weird about going to shows because sometimes you can be kind of like a like a super overbearing male kind of presence it's too like it's too like you know like if you feel like maybe you're you have a very political standpoint you hold your bands to a standard and um and perhaps like going to shows like you don't feel comfortable speaking up about it. Whether whatever side that is, you are yeah. here. Um if you feel um sort of like disenfranchised in any way and just need someone to speak about it in in a four walls that isn't your school or your or your work, then please feel free to come here. Um yeah. and that's that's what this is about. It's, it's not this isn't about pushing a political agenda um, We do speak about what we believe in, sure. but that's not the goal of our shows. The, the goal of our shows is to bring people together and mm-hmm. to get everyone in a space to where we can at least have a conversation um, about issues, whether they be political or not, um, and walk away knowing more so that we can achieve that. It's not even about really changing minds because Mm. end of the day, we're not all going to believe the same things. That's like, especially when it comes to this, this climate, man, it's like, that's not, it's not possible. Like a, a utopian society (laughs) is not. So what we do need is empathy. Uh, and what we do need is, uh, understanding. So at our shows, if you come to see us headline, it's just us. Uh, we're the only band that plays. Um, we, a lot of time and hope put signs up around the venue uh to encourage conversation. to encourage that you meet your neighbor um because yeah. that's the start of any world changes starts in your neighborhood yeah. um, meet your neighbor speak to each other make a friend you know we play for an hour and 20 and then afterwards i sit on the edge of the stage and i speak to everyone in the room you just talk i just talk yeah
0: dude that's sick okay um,
1: yes that's it
0: okay so then um it's super powerful. OK, so for you, what's something that you feel like has OK, th- and this may be an interesting question, but I was at a spot a while ago. It was actually a church in Nashville, and there was this guy that was talking, and he was talking about the, he was talking about taking communion, and he, he said he believes that the table of the Lord, right, like communion, is this space where it's almost like the great leveler. And he's like, because who gets to come to the table? It's not up to me and it's not up to you because it's not your table, it's his table. So everyone can come to the table. Mm-hmm. And there was a lady there and she, she said this phrase and it stuck with me for a while. She said, I feel understood, I feel understood by you. And so I'm wondering for you, coming from maybe one expression of, for me, like the chariot and our time on tour together, you guys were always my favorite. Like it was my favorite. I, the, the dynamic of just feeling like it's a hardcore scene, it's a culture I love, but it just finally felt like really punk rock watching you guys, I like, guess it's so much fun. So <laughs> coming from that expression, which um, I talked to Josh like on the phone and at some point he's probably gonna talk with me even though he like hates doing this stuff. Oh. I'll talk to him about that. But like going from an expression that was one way into this where do you feel like you feel more understood now being in the fever than you did in the chariot
1: um that's a great question
0: bro i just i'm just wondering like where you've grown i mean you can go anywhere with it but Where do you feel like you've grown the most? Where do you feel like you've gotten more permission to be yourself, right? If you're trying to just empower people, do you feel Mm. like you've gotten to discover new parts of who you actually are?
1: I feel like both bands reflect an organic version of me. Mm. When I was 17 to 23, the Chariot was the band for me because Mm. that, that was the way I could... Express myself organically that that was me in those years because that was what my energy looked like that's what my that that was like my natural outcry those performances were like that was it yeah. um, and with fever that's feel it feels the same it just doesn't look the same yeah you no know, because as I got older and um my body changed and like all all sorts of different stuff. Like the, it just looks different. I it feels the same on stage. It just it looks different, and I'm able to convey things differently. Like the the music of the Chariot really, um. Sorry, the music of the Fever doesn't call for the show that the Chariot had. It's like this, like the yeah, cha- yeah, the it's different. It was so metaphorical, and there's so many different ways that kind of Josh presented a message. Whereas this message is so straightforward. Yeah, I think what matters, what, what means more than me just strictly thrashing, is me looking at people in the crowd and just speaking to them during a show, like wow. that. That ref, that that gets the message across more than uh, me like hanging upside down on the rafters, you know, like in a chariot, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. That's powerful. That's powerful. Okay. So the fever right now. So what's been, okay. How about this? What's been the most surreal experience you've had since joining the fever? Because in a lot of ways it is like, it was a, it was a big level up. I remember you were in, was it fault? What was the two piece that you were in? Fault.
1: Yeah. By the way, we're still going to do that.
0: Yes. Okay. So you're in this like threat, you're doing these other projects, but then it's like, all of a sudden you're with I mean, Travis Barker, most people would know his name. He does all sorts of different projects with the Cholo goth guys and Blink. Yeah. And every, I mean, he's doing his own stuff. So all of a sudden you're there. So already that's a different universe. But um, didn't you do stuff with like – just give me give me one thing where you felt like, wow, it's really cool. I don't think that you as a human are – you as a human are not an insincere or um, – fake human so like anything cool that happens for you i feel like this is incredible couldn't happen to a better dude so give me the most surreal like holy crap i can't believe this is happening right now that's just for you where you're like no way
1: um well i'm just gonna backpedal real quick me and robbie are still doing that band it's called prepare to meet thy god and it's coming out this year and it's gonna be really good it was
0: so epic okay
1: but um the phone call I got saying that we were nominated for a Grammy was ridiculous. Oh, OK. That was like, I was in bed, not doing so well. And I got a call from John Felvin. like, I was like, it was like 7 in the morning or 6. Mm-hmm. Like, Hello? He's like, Grammy nominated. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, who? You. You're Grammy <laughs> nominated. I yes. I was like, "Please don't say that if it's not for sure. It's too early. I'm not in the right place right now." Like that, he's like, "It's that's it. Like it's it's congratulations." I was like, "What? Like just silly? Just so silly?" And I and I specifically (laughs) want to say the phone call because it's because the actual Grammys themselves were whack. But
0: the- okay, tell me about it. I, I've only talked to like Jake. So Jake from ABR, I feel like when August Burns Red, they got trapped in like an elevator and had to like take a fire truck there. Like they had a weird Grammys experience. So wow. he's my only guy that I know that's like been in that kind of space. Yeah. But like why was it, what, what was it like for you guys?
1: Well, first of all, there's two different buildings for the Grammys. So like all the cool awards that people care about and watch TV are in one building. And then like all the rockers are in another building. Yes. So we were in that building with like high on fire and like under oath and bring me. It's, like, <laughs> and the room is like half empty. It's all spaced out and awkward. <laughs> but like that's the cool room. So we were in there and like we pulled up in a cop car with the lights going off um, naturally. <laughs> um, style and walk the red carpet and the red carpet was kind of cool i will say because it gave us an opportunity to to speak to a lot of people about what we're about and yeah yeah i think a lot of people are kind of just like taken off guard by that because we're not just like yeah man we're here for the music like you know like we're not (laughs) generic whack like self-serving answers it's like we none of us ever cared to be here to be honest yeah but since we're here we want to you know uh talk about some something real and not just how hard we work to come to like <laughs> like you you come from the same world we come from So I mean, like that's not a goal going to the grammys you know so it's like we're it's awesome. there and it's,
0: like, it's awesome um
1: but yeah so then they eventually move you to the big room um like after they have set all of those awards and um, it's just boring. It's just not sick. It's it's like our drummer posted a video of me asleep yesterday. <laughs> it's just whack. It's just like you see all the stars, which is whatever. They're walking around and it, it's just made for TV. It's not made for an event for the people there.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So it is. Okay. It's a good way to say it. It's really, it really is made for TV. It's made for yeah. the viewers. Like, Participants are sitting at tables for hours, just chilling. Okay. It's not cool. <sighs> okay.
1: So yeah, that's that crazy. crazy. And I have like a little like, hold on, actually, it's right here. If you don't win the Grammy, they give you this medal, basically a runner's up, like you tried.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> that's what it says. It says you tried. You if it tried. said
1: you tried, I'd wear it everywhere. <laughs>
0: so sick
1: so stupid that's
0: awesome um okay so then so okay so you're rolling now where does your tour go and then um who are you with it's just you guys the whole time are you with anybody else is it all
1: just us um japan It's uh three shows in japan one show in malaysia and one show in india and one of the shows in Japan is a festival with, um, oh man, that band Cold Rain is playing. They're a Japanese band. Um, and then another Crystal Lake, I think, is playing, who mm-hmm. um, they're really good. And then a festival in India with like Diplo. Yes. And okay. Machine Gun Kelly.
0: Yes, bro. You could, yes, okay. I I think Joshy hung out with him when they were in Denver and he said that was a riot, like the dude's always on. So that was crazy.
1: I can believe believe it it
0: for sure. Um, Okay, so then, so here's something I'm I'm kind of intrigued in. In your journey, now looking at what you've seen, because I think when you get in a band in general... Your world gets pretty big over time anyway, like your whole, you know, your, your microcosm of one neighborhood or one little group or high school, whatever it like blows up. And then you've gone everywhere. And I find it, I think that for a lot of the dudes that we grew up around, I feel like, I think it did wonders for their soul. And then I think if their faith was small, meaning it just, it was limited to, the, the best that the people around them could do. It, it, it wasn't all encompassing. It wasn't human. It was whatever that thing, it feels like it blows people up. Mm-hmm. So being in a space that I feel like it, you ca- you guys cover like a lot of ground who, who is Jesus to you right now? And like, what, what does your faith feel like? How do you really feel like your faith is expressed um, from where you're seated now?
1: Yeah. Um. Jesus to me feels a lot like how Jesus has always felt to me. It's mm-hmm. a daily sort of like presence mm-hmm. that um, it's just, it's undeniable. Like that's something that I feel like, like I got a, you know Al- Alex McWilliam?
0: I don't. Oh, 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 yes, I do. I totally do. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
1: he's like, that's my guy. And we were talking about this not too long ago, but like, I'm not going to say who it was, but I had a friend who was on a podcast and he's a Christian and he, the, the, they just tore, it wasn't a podcast. It was a, it was an interview, like a radio interview Mm -hmm. and they just tore him up, man. Like they just really just like took stabs at his faith and like, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: just like tried to make him feel stupid. And I'm just not that guy, you know, it's just like, dude, this music world is super weird for sure. Um, like they'll, they'll like, you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's designed to break you unless you're smart enough and held down enough to like stand your ground. Cause it's, it's real. Like, yeah. we like the, even, even if it even gets weird with us, like when we were coming up with like promoters and things like that, just being weird. Like, it's like that times.
0: Okay. So give me, give me an example. Let me like, help me see behind the curtain. So give me like in one, not people or anything, but like, this is what it was like at this level. This is almost what I feel like I'm watching here.
1: Oh man. It's so hard to to explain. It's, it's like, I feel like, I feel like to be perfectly honest. I don't know if I could say it on here. Yeah,
0: that's fine. That's totally fine. It's, <laughs> it's just wild. So what you're saying is, though, that the pressure of... Is it being a performer? Is it being in a band? Is it money or is it power? Like, what is it it that you feel like is the threat?
1: It's not a performer because I have the most faith in that. Like, And it's not being in a band. It's money, Mm. perceived money, potential money, and power, for sure. Wow. Those things eat people and it's like i don't know because like in punk rock and hardcore you can go to a show and like the crowd's going off and it's like the the band's going off and it's cool but then you ever gone to like a big concert and like a band is playing for like ten thousand plus people you're like why are they like bored they look angry it's because they are angry dude it's because they are beaten down it's because some of these deals are insane and some of the people who um are in control of some of these bands are taking full advantage in wow. a way that they can't break out. So it's um it's it's a it's a war out there. But you just have to be smart enough to like you know stand your ground, You know have people at home to hold you down. And um, mm-hmm. luckily, for me, like I've got my family, my girlfriend. Like they, everyone's got my back. You know so. Um,
0: Wow. What's give me an example of like, when's the last time that you feel like you had a really good, maybe like an encounter or conversation like with Jesus that you really felt like connected with. I, I say to people, there's been a lot, like Chrissy and I have gone through a ton in the last couple of years. And I feel like it's gone from the place where I would say I'm better for Jesus weekly than I am daily. Like, I feel <laughs> like, there was a long time where I'm like, I don't know if we're, I don't know how to talk right now. I don't, but I felt like I'd bump into him in the hallway and be yeah. like, Hey, I, I love you. I get it. I, I gotta, but I, but I'd have an encounter with him weekly, but I was like, not disciplined. I w- it wasn't anything like that. It was more like, I feel like I'm better for him like normally. Cause I don't know what the rules are anymore at this point. So, that's
1: interesting.
0: okay. So tell me about where, what that's like for you. What the last time you said, you really felt like, man, I feel his presence in a in a tangible way, what what was he saying or what was he communicating to you?
1: It's so wild because I do feel like that kind of weekly thing sometimes, but <laughs> my thing as of, I don't wanna say lately because it's been a while now, is just sort of trying to give thanks always, like mm-hmm. even, even in the valley, even when I'm happy, even when, it, because ultimately it's all the same all of these things are the same. That's, that's, that's what I feel like I'm trying to like hone into, but it's so hard. It's like, it's like Instagram comments. If you have a band, it's Mm -hmm. like you have all these good comments and then you have some bad ones and it's like the bad ones weigh heavy. The good ones make you feel good, but it's not real. They're not real. None of it's real. The good, the bad, it's irrelevant. They're just there. It doesn't matter. In life, it's like the, the perceived good that happens in our life, the perceived bad, that's not really what it is. We're just people. That's just how our flesh reacts to things. Mm-hmm. To God, these are just events until you get there. You know yeah. what I mean? It's wow. like ultimately like all pain, all pain is temporary. All of it, all of it, all of it is. So it's like, what are we, it's like, I'm a, I'm a human being. I'm just a man. Like I get affected by this stuff. Hard, like it, it yeah. some of the stuff hits me, and I just sit in it, but it's like ultimately it's like, man, like it's like those quotes that it's like, remember when you prayed for what you have right now, yo, like, yeah, like what are you upset about you're upset about mm-hmm. you think maybe you're not getting what you deserve in this area or this guy made you upset or this it's like dude, remember when you when you lived in matt goldman's studio i know bro what are you upset about i'm gonna take care of you i'm gonna take care of you i always have i've never not have i no why are we tripping Mm -hmm. like i was talking to my girlfriend last night and i was talking we were talking about band issues actually just like some band stuff that i was stressed out about and um i said why am i even worried about it like why am i even giving in my energy it's gonna be cool she's like you're right why are you giving? Like, you're right, and I was like, "Oh no, I was actually talking about something else." <laughs> but no, you're right. I should right, for the band. You're right, but um, but that that's that's what I mean. Like my 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 last sort of real kind of I hear you, Jesus moment was last summer, and it's a lesson that I learned that I've been like putting into play trying yeah. to every day what was that? that lesson is like it's kind of like it doesn't really it's different from what we were just talking about but when i'm on tour i come home after i come home from tour i'm so physically and uh, emotionally exhausted just from speaking to so many people after shows and like ripping these shows as hard as i can physically um that i'm just tired like i'm i'm emotionally i've just given so much you know yeah. like and and I'm poured into as well. So it's not just like that, but I'm, it's, it's tiring. So I get home and I'm tired and I'm just lazy for like, until I leave, like yeah. the day. And it's, it's easy because, you know, I, it's like, I feel like I've done my work. Like okay. that was my work. I'm home. I don't have to do anything. And I haven't invested in anything. I can be calm and relaxed and and not do anything. But that's when I realized that my life was like, kind of stagnant. And when life is stagnant, life's not supposed to be stagnant ever. Mm. Um, and that's when I felt like I was getting frustrated with things. And that's when I felt like I was like irritable and like, my downtime was becoming like, just, just down, like toxically st- stagnant you know it just wasn't yeah, good yeah. and basically i felt jesus tell me to keep working like you're not like like keep work like keep your mind like i didn't make you creative for nothing like wow please keep writing like now we have like december to july basically off of the exception of this tour we're about to do which is a short one it's just like that's i've got like three and a half bands I'm writing for right now. Like that that are projects like keep my mind active. Like keep like don't don't stop working because you you I didn't make you to stop working to stop like not yet, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I've come to realize that um when I honor that, he honors me. Mm-hmm. It's like I I feel like when i when i am working it's not that i'm just like working for myself cuz i don't see money from these other things i'm doing it's not about money this is strictly about doing what he put me here to do yeah
0: yeah yeah creating um, giving flowing that thing flowing. Like if you if you're like a river you're born of the spirit you got to keep keep it going
1: absolutely. yeah okay. so this is not about money for me this is just like what do you do like you've been home for 2 weeks and you have left your apartment 3 times <laughs> It's like, it's that kind of, cause I mean, it's that bad sometimes. Like I'm home a lot, you know? Okay.
0: So what, what is that? So, but I also know you. So like where, where else do you find your, just normal day-to-day stuff? Do you struggle with, do you struggle with anxiety? Do you struggle? Is it like, where, where do you find yourself kind of like wanting to stay away from people?
1: Um, I used to struggle with um, social anxiety really bad, but I think it's getting better.
0: Wow. Well, I mean, if you're just, like, engaging with people and stuff, like, when did it start shifting?
1: When did it start getting better? Yeah. It got better when I started going to, like, my girlfriend's work gatherings. (laughs) Because, like, before, there'd be nothing you could do to get me to go to any of those. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's the best, and her, like, her friends at her job are cool, too, to be honest. But I'm such, like... I don't know what my problem is. It's whatever, but like I go into her work sometimes, almost as if like I gotta just like duck, see her, tell her come on, we leave. Like I'm just weird. I don't know why, but one day I kind of just like sarcastically I was just like because um, sometimes on Fridays, her and her friends at work they'll have kind of like an after work kind of hangout, sure. chill thing. Yeah. They have like a lounge they built and. I just showed up and, like, didn't tell her. And she was yeah. like, What
0: are you doing here?
1: And <laughs> here at happy
0: hour. What is going on? And right. Like,
1: and I just sat hey, down with everyone and just talked, but almost, like, was being sarcastic. Almost like... You put like, it
0: on? like, hey, Yeah, yeah exactly. Crazy. I was putting
1: it on, but um, it worked. Yo. It really did make me feel like mm. I can do this for real, probably. You know? Yeah. and. Uh, Yep. after that like I, I i don't go like all the time but like i go now and it's way easier like i, I really just kind of needed to like just put myself there in a weird way like i i wasn't like a hype myself thing of like okay i'm gonna go <laughs> for minutes. it's like whatever dude just go and make a joke of it like
0: <laughs>
1: like I, we joked about me sitting down and just be like I'd like to make a toast, everyone. Uh, thank you. Uh, here's here's to life and blah blah. Come Obviously, on. but like just going in as like a different person almost. Um, but we just had like a a holiday party thing we went to the other day. Painless. Those used to be painful. <laughs> Those used to be so hard for me because I'm I'm bad at faking like. I want to be somewhere that I don't. And I was, I was like, you know, but this was cool. Like I I know a couple of them pretty well now. And like, it was fine. Like, I'm like, okay. Like that, that was for sure. Like a successful, like social moment for me. I think we walked away from that party. Like she's like, you did good. I was like, thanks. You know, it it was cool.
0: That's awesome. Oh, okay. So, so thinking about that, like, so when you're on tour and you're looking at people you're on, Right, mm-hmm. like in a lot of ways. I mean, you also choose to be on to make connection.
1: Mm-hmm. Who's
0: someone that you've met at a fever show that surprised the hell out of you? Where you were just like, did not see that coming. That was one of the most profound experiences.
1: Um
0: tell me about a diamond in the rough, or tell me about a uh I did not think that that case in point fit on the fin we On the finished people tour with sleeping giant, I do the song. We get done with our set, hanging out, praying for people. People are coming up at the end. This like very prim and proper, like 20 something look like a frat, like blonde American Southern college girl came Mm -hmm. up to me and told me her mom was doing something like 22 years. And she hadn't spoken to her for like five or six years. And she was super like compelled to like reach back out to her mom. Mm not the prison story that i thought i was gonna get right from so and so that i just that was one of those moments where i was like oh my god like the streets are just a decision or two away for every but anyway so for you like you're on stage you're there maybe a fever fan looks one way or they sound a certain way tell me about a time when when you saw someone that you didn't think you were going to see
1: Oh man, I mean, all the time. Like that's like a, that's a regular occurrence because we, I feel like every new band struggles with who their audience is. And and we've grown to realize our shows are just full of families. Mom, dad, kid, kid, kid. Like that's like, that is our demographic. Full families come to fever shows because it's just one band. So it's not an all night ordeal. And it's like, We got slow songs. We got fast songs. We got heavy songs. We got not heavy songs. And we're very family friendly. We're all about family. We're all about unity. We have a very positive message. Um, So I feel like families feel like they can be there without feeling like they're gonna get moshed out. You know? Wow. Uh, So that happens. The fever's for the family. It's we're for the family. Bring (laughs) the whole family. Bring the whole family. (laughs) No one's gonna mosh you out. Um, oh. I, can, I can count on one hand how many stage divers we have per tour. We're not wow. a stage divey kind of band, so wow. you're safe, dude. You're
0: safe. Bring, bring them. Hey, tell, tell Cameron and you know little Rebecca. They can come. They can, they can come. come. them cool. a shirt, bro. They wear the little hat, dude. They carry oh, wow. a flag and a sign. We get little vol- Bring your little volunteers. Come it's, on down.
1: It's over at nine. Okay. It's
0: over at nine. The movement's over at nine. You They're can over. get over that. Just, okay. That makes sense. Okay. All right. Yeah,
1: no, I mean I've met I mean, there's this dude who in California, I have a super sick photo of him. Um that uh our photographer took. Um we played with Alice and Chains and corn
0: Yeah.
1: And um we're we I mean, but we opened that tour, so we played dumb early. So like we were playing these massive amphitheaters that had like maybe five hundred people like scattered throughout the entire thing. So it looks weird. Um, but by the by the last song it kind of starts to fill out and like at the last song I go like out in the crowd and I like walk out out the crowd and I hear this dude, he's like, Steve fast, yeah, dude, yes, do it, do it. Like stoked, <laughs> like like so amped, like he's like watching like his favorite college sports team, and I hear, it, but I can't see him. And like the song is over, and I turn around, and he's there, running from security, trying to get to me. He's like this tall, kind of like, sort of like a college age, college looking kid, and it's just amped, and it's like evading security, trying to. Like, oh, chill he's good, he's good, he's good. Comes over and gives me the biggest hug, and he was like, dude. I just came here to see you guys, man. I drove all the way from, I can't remember where he said he's from, but I was like, I just came here to see you guys and I'm so glad that was amazing. Like the amount of like um, support I heard in that guy's voice while we were playing mm-hmm. was like nothing else. And I remembered where I met him from was from another California show. And he spoke to me, he's like, dude, I used to be just by default a Trump supporter just cause like that was the people around me. Um, And um, I started thinking for myself, I kind of stepped away and I, you know, my eyes are open to a lot of other things now, you know, like he's like, I'm not, I think a lot of that stuff is really stupid and ignorant, but like through the help of your band and some people I've met and stepping away from sort of the the people immediately around me and like just stop kind of just subscribing to what they believe just off of my environment.
0: Taking everyone else's word for whatever. Sure.
1: He's like my my horizons were broadened and I'm seeing a lot of other things kind of differently now and not and all that to say it's like it's not about supporting Trump that's not like what did you
0: yeah what was what's what is what do you hear
1: like my thing is he felt the band helped him open his eyes to more and that's that's regardless of what you believe it's it's not about like an evil versus a not evil this is like all right this this kid was kind of surrounded by one sort of way of thinking and the band helped him you know kind of open his eyes to more that's all i can ask for because i'll never get a whole world with the same view i just want people to see the facts see be be able to to at least have a conversation this guy like he hugged me thanked me whatever fast forward to the Alice in Chains corn show and he's screaming like just like there i mean he's like there for no one's there for fever at a corn and chain show yeah sure no one but this yeah. dude's running from security to get like to, sure. to get there to show his appreciation like yo i came back man you know like wow. that was like massive 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 um but i get i get that's what i mean when i say i'm poured into as well on tour you know like that kind of yeah, stuff Yeah, dude. dude i'm that keeps me going you know
0: Well, I'm just stoked to hear. I mean, I like the fact that you, Chrissy is not my, you know, my Chrissy Green is like, she's more of an intro, like I love a whole room and she loves one person at a time. And that's how Mm -hmm. she's wired. And so but she was a manager at like Starbucks, whatever, like years ago, and when Mm -hmm. she'd have to do interviews, when you have to do interviews with people, she would pretend to be this other employee that was like really good at talking to people. And she modeled it for me once. And I was like, what would you do? And she, I mean like her, she's like, so yeah, tell me about a time. And I was like, Oh, whoa, 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 don't, don't, do I don't yeah. want to see that. I'm not married to that person. I don't like, but yeah. that's how she'd have to conduct herself. So, but then I think about going to a, uh, uh, Tony Robbins once and I walked on fire that was crazy but he said if you want to change your the way you feel he would say change your physiology change your body change he'd say change if you want to change your state change your physiology I guess so he'd make people like if you feel like he'd make them jump up and down and then yeah. it's like kind of impossible to like it's yeah like, uh, what's his book yeah. Daniel Tosh saying like it's really bummed to be it's impossible to be sad on a wave runner. Cause you're just like too happy, you know? Like, totally. oh. So yeah. I think for you to, to go, I'm going to put on excitement and I'm going to try to like push my bet. Ba- I think that's super brilliant more so than you realize. And I bet you, you might with that kind of stuff, right? Like one person that struggles maybe with social anxiety to another, like a fan, you putting that on might actually save someone's life, right? Like they, they go, i'm so glad you talked to me i don't know why you would do you know what i mean and then you get you get to heal a bit right like in that for sure powerful bro
1: i just like to talk to people real like for real because everyone's had that like band guy like thanks kid you know (laughs) kind (laughs) of (laughs) like like that doesn't do anything for anybody you know like
0: Uh, (laughs) like thanks man we've worked really hard to be here
1: thanks (laughs) man appreciate it all right Long live buddy. Take it easy. It does nothing. That's so awesome. It's like (laughs) you gotta do more, man. I guess you don't have to, but you should. Like it helps people. It's like I don't know, man. It's like if you're gonna I don't know. I've I've just been burned before by dudes in bands, you know, like fake sincerity, like you're just like, oh man, like It's the same thing to everybody like not that not that i deserve like if like you're a band by definition your job is to come rip a show and leave you don't
0: have to yeah you don't have to be a human you don't yeah, have to. you, you just don't. Get to be on stage that's it
1: yeah but for me that's so much a part of what we do like that's part of what i get from doing this is uh being able to like whenever this ends i can look back and know that i've i've met
0: they and showed up, like you actually showed up for
1: people. I showed up in a lot of different ways, you know, and um, so yeah, I just, I like talking to people for real, and I think that is what sort of gives people that sort of boost, not like a, like a high five, like, all right, catch you next time, it's it's more wow. of just like a, just like, if I talk to people, like how we're talking now, like, imagine you're going to see your favorite band, and then like the guitar sort of just breaks down that wall.
0: That's, yeah. It's yeah. like.
1: That whole allure, the whole hour of playing, like it's gone. Now it's just you and I. I'm just asking you about your shoes. I'm just like, bro, where'd you cop those? Like <laughs> so like yeah. anyways, like, is there food around here? What's up? Like just as soon as you like just get rid of that whole like all of that, it's dead. We don't need any of that, like ego ego's a killer. It's dead. Don't need it. None yeah. of us have it. It's not it doesn't do anything especially for what we're doing it completely destroys the community aspect of what we're trying to do like
0: yeah how do you how
1: do you how do you, how do you preach community when you're not when you don't even have a, a heart for community you know like yeah. so it's like dude if i'm gonna talk to these people do they kick they venues kick us out because i'm just there by like <laughs> at times of i'm telling you, like, there's there's so many people out there who can attest to this like we stay until they turn the lights off at the venue yeah. like i'm talking to people because i'm not just like like pushing them away i'm talking man like i want to i want to talk and i feel like that's what gives people that kind of like huh like i maybe i am a little bit more than you know it's like yeah cuz you are man like there's nothing different between you and that person on stage besides that hour they played the a show and especially our show it re- relies so much on the crowd is like dude this is like we're the same man so let's just talk about what it is.
0: Dude there's a guy i heard on a podcast named Jared i think his name is Jared McKenna and he's an australian guy but he works with like civil rights i think he gets arrested all the time and stuff like that. He um one of the things he said that i think is interesting cuz you you said a phrase a minute ago you know you can't build community you know, like with this like kind of hierarchy in place. And it's like, especially in the performer zone or fame or the appearance of whatever, it's, tif- it's difficult to build a connected community if you're going to model supremacy or whatever that is, right? So then I think about it and I think the phrase that he used in the podcast was Jesus, like he, the, the following Jesus or the way of the lamb, I can't remember what he called it, but he said, Jesus always invites us into a different form of power. And I think there's like a lot of power struggles. There's a lot of power dynamics that are happening on the planet. And I think following the lamb is a different kind of power dynamic than what people are used to. It, Absolutely. You know, humility or co- connection or love over the, the jockeying of who's in front. And, and so I like that on some level, what's in your heart, it sounds like is if, if we're going to build a community that's going to help people get through something they need to know that they're like they're they're actually connected and they're coming along for the ride and right i think that's good man that sounds like cause which is cool man Um, that's crazy that's i'm trying
1: i'm trying like i don't you know like it just is what feels right to me like aside from any political anything like just think about like
0: and you could have kids that would come up and be like everything you believe in like they could be like yo i was i grew up in this like I don't know, Jesse, right, from Stick Your Guns, you know, he he would say he grew up in the most, the, the rigid and sort of the fascist sort of thing of Christianity. It, it represents not anything free, right? And so you got kids that come up, they're like, yeah, man, I grew up in this Christian home. And like, I heard you guys. and like, I don't care about any of that anymore. And you're like, whoa, at least we're expanding your mind. I guess you're thinking for yourself. Like, so yeah. whether it's like in the way I'd want or in the way I wouldn't want, what you're saying is at least you're facilitating you're broadening people's mind, or something. The band is is attempting to get people to get a bigger.
1: I think there's different victories in this thing. I think I think a victory looks different for almost every interaction.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: I think a victory isn't necessarily even just I don't know, I'm hoping someone walks out. Uh, hoping a racist walks out not racist you know oh yeah
0: yeah,
1: yeah i think a victory sometimes it's just having because this this happens more times than not is we'll i'll be in a group of 10 people after a show talking about a subject that we all don't agree on but then it's over and we're all laughing and we all go home that's a victory
0: yo that at least the dialogue happened and no, no one hurt. hurt yeah no, no one hurt. hurt we like it's, it's, we disagreed Yay!
1: And then we went home like that's yeah. That's a victory because that, that doesn't it doesn't happen. It doesn't <laughs> happen on the Internet. It Think does, about it. doesn't. It doesn't, it's, it it's doesn't so
0: happen. Not real.
1: It, it can't in a lot of ways happen at school or at work, because sometimes there's a lot of rules that are like working in, in that, uh, that place I worked at before. You can't talk about politics. You can't. You can't do that in the office because you cannot spark. An issue in a place where we need to work to keep this machine moving. It's not worth it. This, this girl. Got, yeah, yeah, um,
0: you're you're going to ruin what we're doing. It's not about that here. Not, Top about limits it. here. not about
1: that it's here. So, so now you have this place, you have a show, you have this show, like whatever. And we all had a conversation and we didn't end up agreeing. So we're all. Talking about gun control. We just didn't all end up on the same situation, but we were like, all right, hey, that was good. whatever, hey, I'm glad, I'll see you guys next, time. like, it was fine, like, it was great, yeah. and that, to me, is a win, when, like, that dude that I was telling you, who was just, like, yeah, man, like, I, I had this belief, and then, whatever, I came to your show, and I opened my eyes, and I talked to him, that's also a win, Um, a win is, it just looks a lot of different ways, man, a win is, like, a, a girl coming up to me, and saying, like, this is the first time I felt comfortable at a heavy music show, because uh-huh. Jason was, like, like, look, we're not here with that, like, misogyny like macho bullshit so keep your hands off women and like win, yeah 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 respect women here like that's a win like it looks different so i think like as as far as like the shows go i'm just like man like you can't always knock it out the park and there's always going to be someone who like comes up and it's just like like do people interrupt our show and like like it gets bad sometimes but like it's all in how you sort of handle it too. You know, like you can't be like, it's kind of like in school. Like, I don't know if like anyone's like, like if, if you're a bull, if you have to deal with bullies in school, the, if I ever have a kid, man, like the first thing I'm going to try and tell my kid is you got to learn how to h- handle like people who like pick on you as far as like just words, physical violence, different but words. It's like, dude, if it's funny, it just is funny yeah that was my thing as soon as i learned how to laugh at myself and like not take myself so seriously yeah like understand like the mentality of words and why people say what they say and like what this is life was so much easier and people stopped messing with me it's like dude if someone comes up to me at a show and is angry and i'm not angry what is me getting angry i i well i'm just at i'm also just at a point where i just don't there's almost nothing you could say to me that could just get me so worked up do you feel like it's
0: because you're putting yourself out there so often do you feel like it's because you're creating that in like a muscle memory of like this is a discussion we're talking i i don't actually need to care i mean a lot of people get it's almost like being in a fight like if you don't get in a fight you're super scared of fights if you fight a lot which is but i mean you get used to fighting you're like that dude's like pissed i guess i don't know man like i don't know I just wonder, like you've also been sort of upping your your um your like muscle strength to it, like you've probably been disagreed with more than most people in the last that's year true.
1: <laughs> that's true i but I think too, but I mean even in the chariot, people hated what we stood for, you know, so like but i think I think too, like for me, I just know how corny you look if you get angry. <laughs> it just doesn't work, it's like especially for like. Someone like me with like, quote unquote, like, like a, a leftist snowflake. You know what I mean? Like, if I get angry. I look stupid. You look corny. So it's just like people used to. I never get negative comments anymore because I just will just roast you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not like I'm not I'm not the guy to get mad at words. So like,
0: mm. when
1: people like I I'm. If if you like, and, and I get it, like it sounds almost like a place of privilege because it, it's triggering for some people certain words and certain things because it's not just words. It reflects a real life struggle. Yeah. So it's, it's more than just like, so I can sit here and be like, oh, words don't hurt me. But it's like, well, words hurt the, some the, people.
0: The words are like the guy behind the guy. It's like, that's about something.
1: Exactly, like, exactly.
0: That, that exactly. word's neighborhood is not good. We don't
1: like exactly, exactly. Sure. so I get it I don't mean to sound insensitive what I'm trying to say is I had to learn a long time ago well before this band what works and what doesn't work mm-hmm. arguing with people on the internet about mm-hmm. anything doesn't work mm-hmm. uh, if someone's angry with me in a real life with just words it's like what, a but i also have a different foundation i think than a lot of people man i was raised how i was raised plus my faith plus like who i know i am it's like dude i just can't be you know what i mean i I, i'm just not that guy you're not gonna get a rise out of me like that unless you're like threatening (laughs) and that's a whole nother thing but as far as like you snowflake like people will like scream at us from the crowd and it's like Okay, anyways, like, <laughs> you're mad. You're mad. Anyways, next yeah, song. Yeah, like, it's so mad. like, I'm just not, I'm, it's like you can't take it seriously. You just sound like a, you look like a cornball. You look as corny as a person yelling at you. It's like, dude, we can talk if you want. You want to talk? You don't want to talk? Okay, we're going to keep playing. Anyway, yeah. Um, that's why I'm not the singer. Like, Jason handles it better than I do because I would just be like, shut up. Okay, next <laughs> yeah Like, I'm just not like, I can't be bothered, but Jason's very good at sort of like That's funny. speaking for real. Gosh.
0: Well, I think, okay, so I looked up this quote. I know that there's, so this is from uh, Desmond Tutu. It says, our maturity will be judged by how well we're able to agree to disagree and yet continue to love one another, to care for one another and cherish one another, seek the greater good of the other. So I feel like, you're in a mature spot if you're able to respectfully disagree i think the idea of like i just silence everyone i don't agree with it's like it's not a really healthy way to raise humans yeah it's not a healthy way to raise your brain yeah that you know you just create the you create the very thing we're trying to to work i guess like uh what is it you know you you can't fight the you got to be able to fight the sickness without getting the disease and so that makes sense um well i here's what i'm thinking because i just don't even know i just was wondering Okay, so if people if people want to follow you, if they want to like follow the band, where do people find you?
1: Um, How
0: do people support you? How do they say what's up?
1: Well, yeah, the band the band's Instagram is Fever three 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 at Fever three three three. That's the same for Twitter at Fever three three three. Not the Fever because we threatened to get sued by another band called the Fever. So we're no longer that. We're just fever three, three, three. Um, uh, my Instagram is at S T three, three V I S. And this was before the fever. So those threes were in there. before. I, I,
0: I know this. I know this about you. Yeah. Um, okay. So then what about this? though? So, so for the rev kids, like our whole community of just, you know, our, our people that are kind of all around, what's something that like the rev kids can be believing for, for you? believing. We were going to if we were going we to have faith for you this year. What's something we could if it was a target if our prayers could be like arrows that hit a target for you. What can we be praying for? What can we believing for for you?
1: I want to separate myself as much as I can from the rat race. Mm-hmm. From the musical rat race this if if I can just focus on the 30 minutes to an hour that I'm performing and that be my musical Like and that be the only part of this music world that I invest any feelings in and anything in that's what I want. And I want to focus on being a better man. That's what I want. I, I want my focus to be on just being a better me and less being caught up in the like the Everything else that Comes with this privilege and this dream that is.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: cool. Um, I don't. I know. I'm sure we're wrapping up soon, but I have to say, um, the hard, the hardest part about all of this is, um, we all want unity. We all want to be able to be in a room with people who think different than us and believe different than us, and be able to, um, to talk and not silence out the other side, but, the, but it's so difficult mm. because these differences are life and death for the other side in a lot of ways. Yeah. So to remain calm is asking a lot, to, um, to speak cordially is asking a lot when the other side's ideology, though they may not see it, it seeks your destruction. And that's where I am hitting a wall and I haven't quite figured out how to translate that to shows and after shows. Because having, listening to someone speak about their side isn't the same as hearing them. Yeah. If you hear them, you might hear something that is structurally there to tear down you or your people
0: Mm.
1: so it's just like yeah we can listen and we can talk and we can not agree and we can walk away and have our separate ways and like laugh and whatever but at the end of the day some of these things that we are disagreeing on a lot of these things mean life or death for someone in some way that's true so that's why it's so difficult to just be like let's just get it's like it's like i i i I, I want anyone hearing this to understand that if that's where you are, know that these are, this is a process. Mm. It's not It's not gonna start with one conversation. Like that's a great start, but it's not gonna end there. Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. It's way bigger than I talk to one person. Like it's a long process.
1: It's a long process of, of you know, I mean, I don't know sometimes I, I don't know the answer i don't i don't know the like wow. I, I don't i don't know the the complete final outcome of all this because we we're, we're never all going to believe the same but it's more than just believing it's understanding what the beliefs mean at their core um, and i and i tr- and i think some of the hope is i think core beliefs i think some people may not understand what their beliefs mean for other people at the core wow I think, and I think that's where some things get sort of like, uh, where there's a disconnect with some people, it's like, oh, I don't hate anyone. This, I just feel like this. It's like, totally, and I believe you don't hate anyone, but you have to understand that this, 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 and this, the, uh, this, this, this was written, this, 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 this to, to suppress this, 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 and this kind of person. And, and, that, and that comes with your belief I'm not saying you hate anyone. I'm just saying like this. And I feel like those are the conversations that are gonna make ground because, but in order to get there, sometimes you gotta have more than one conversation. And, and it's, it's easier said than done, man, because we're all out here in the same boat. We're all tired, man. We're all just like, it's easy to throw your hands up and just be like, I, can't, I don't have it anymore for, for this side or I don't have it anymore for this side. But it's like, dude, like this is a, this is a battle for empathy nothing, it's like the word, like that's the word is empathy. It's like we can't, we are not going anywhere if we don't have an empathetic heart for the other side. And I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's easy to say, it's hard to do, but that's how we make an ultimate change. Um, And I mean, we're like, it's not, Like we're supposed to have earth like heaven. That's how it's supposed to be. Mm. And if that's what it is, that means it's possible, you know, like we're, we're, that's, that's the, that's the ultimate goal is to, is to emulate heaven here on earth. Mm. And I feel like you can't do that without empathy. You, you can't, you can't. So, That's that's what I want people to just try to marinate on. That's what I'm working on myself, you know. Um so yeah.
0: I love it. So powerful. The battle for empathy. Yeah. That's powerful, bro. That's so beautiful. Okay. Gosh, man. All right. Well, I'm gonna say prayer words for you before your tour, and then we'll be done. So um God, thank you so much for, um, Steves. Thank you so much for the fever. Thank you just for all the people that come, um, to the shows. I, I really pray God that you would, um, yeah, Jesus, like you, you'd meet, you'd meet him in the hallway. Like you'd meet him like, and, and give him an encounter for this like small handful of uh, shows that he's about to go on that will help carry him. Like, uh, you're, you say, uh, happy is the person whose heart is on the journey. You, you take them from strength to strength to strength. And so I just pray that you would take him from strength that he has now into another level of strength that he, he doesn't know yet. Um, I really pray you protect all the dudes, like their physical safety. Um, I pray that you, you would encounter um, everyone there with like supernatural love at the shows and, and that there'd be grace for people to talk and share and um, expand their minds, God. And um I just love my brother and I just appreciate him so much and so God just um, give him give him like a special gift from heaven um, in this short season of his life um, thank you for the place that he's from, thank you for the city that he's from, thank you for the people that he's from and God um just bless them but I, I just thank you so much for his time God I, I just pray that you'd be so good to him um, that he would just be blown away by by your presence on this uh, by uh, on this trip and just in his own life so thank you so much god i just I, I just ask for your total favor over his life in jesus name
1: amen amen
0: you're my brother you're my friend i love you so much have I such a good you, tour man. bro thank this, you so thank you for just sharing life with me man i really listen, appreciate it
1: this <laughs> i told you earlier i'll say it again on record the greatest excuse to just talk to you for an hour I can talk to you about anything. Any <laughs> I talk to you at any point. I love it. It doesn't happen enough. I'm still kicking myself for missing that last sleeping giant show. Um, you're one fine. of my favorite people. It was fine. It, it was, was awesome. Fine. I looked at videos. I was like just like f- f- red with fury that people were you anymore. I was like, oh my god, I would run on everyone there if I was there right now. But love it. it's okay.
0: It's Okay, well, um, okay, I'm going to text you soon. Um, When are you back from Asia?
1: I get back February 9th.
0: Okay, all right. I'll hit you up when you're back in the country. I love you a lot. Thank you for taking time.
1: I love you too, man.
0: All right, I'll talk to you soon.
1: All right, bro. See you. Goodbye.